Hunger Games Fan Podcast, episode number 14. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are back once again to start covering a new part of this trilogy, Catching Fire. Today we will be covering chapters one and two. Uno and dos. Uno y dos. (laughs) Not that I could speak Spanish beyond that, but anyway... Uh, we are excited to be back, my friends, and of course, uh, it has been a while since I read Chapter One, and I am relaxed. Yes. Actually, you know what? Um, you know, we talked about this in whatever what what episode 13? is this? Yeah, we. This talked is about fourteen, it. right? This is fourteen. So okay. in thirteen, we went in through all the details about you know reading schedule and blah blah blah. Right. Blah. I do want to say that I have now read Chapter One a second time, and it was actually listened to it a second, second time, time. Mm-hmm. and so I caught up, and I have one thing that stood out to me this this time that did not stand out to me the last time, and I'm just. And I've now put, read it three times, and it still hasn't stood out to me. But it, but it, so it must be something that I just deem completely in, um, unimportant. All right. Well, what it was for me was uh, the age of the peacekeepers right, the, in this story. Right. So there, there's there's multiple mentions of just how youthful they are. Mm-hmm. And I think we're talking like 19, 20, 21. Well, I mean, if you think about it, that makes sense because um, at, um, what's his name? Gale has went to work in the mines mm-hmm. because he lives in the mining district and, and, went to work at 18. So, I mean, that makes sense if that's their job, yeah. if that's what they do that at that age, that, that they would, they would go into that, that profession, profession or that trade. Uh, I, I, and yeah, there's no question that it makes sense, but man, it really stood out to me because all this time I've been hearing, you know, in, in, in hunger games in the, in the book, I'm hearing peacekeepers i'm thinking old you know adults right. you know and i'm thinking that these are people who are well, i think some of them were older right yeah yeah okay. not not all well, of certainly them, but the majority an, of them but if you look at chapter one there is an emphasis on all the ones that are talked talk about mm-hmm. here and how young they are right and and here in my mind i'm thinking you know people who are in their 40s maybe even somebody you know is is in the early 50s you know th- that these are people who are authority figures in the right. area and it's like yeah it's like teacher 21 it's i i i, I you know I, i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you exactly what i'm thinking when i when right. i watch the or when i watch this in my head right <laughs> you like that <laughs> I do. i'm already putting do. this into the movie but when i'm reading the story and and i hear about the ages i'm thinking rolf from ah, okay from sound of music right that matter of fact right i would love to see somebody that's just dressed and looks just like rolf you know and his well their suits are white though well, right I mean, I, yeah but yeah. you get the idea but right. I, i'm thinking of of rolf that just you know what is that you are i am you are 16 i am 17 right you know that that whole deal that's what i'm thinking here okay and and that stood out to me because every time i've heard of peacekeepers all the way through Hunger Games, I'm thinking 
older authority, men. middle-aged authority figure, right. th- you know, men that look like right. they should be in authority, not not young boys. And and right. and, and I'll tell you what is weird is there was a time in my life probably when I would look at somebody who's, you know, 21, 22 years old. And I would think, <laughs> wow, that, you know, that's, that's a person who's authority. Right. I, I'm getting old, Stephanie. Dude, I know. I drove down the road the other day and the kid who drew, drove past me looked like they were 12. Yeah. I'm like, I've officially crossed the line. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's this, I can't go back now. All right. So anyway, I wanted to make sure I didn't think that you had that in your notes and that's the I didn't, one although I did mean to thing. add it for you, but um but I knew that you would remember to bring it up. Yeah, it, it stood out to me like crazy. Okay, so basically we're we're into your notes. Day that I've been dreading for months. So basically Katniss has now been back home for several months. For several months and 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 settling trying to get settled into this new found this lifestyle. new normal that or trying to find a new normal you mm-hmm. know um obviously she has um moved into her house in in the victor's village but um she they, they don't want for anything and that is very foreign to her mm-hmm. so it, it's you know what what am i going to do what do i do and and that's been the last few months for her and now here is this day that, oh my gosh, I just have not been looking forward to at all, but it has to come and, and, and here it is. Right. But, and, and the one thing that she, that we realize is that, um, some things have happened between her and Gail. Right. And that is that she's not seeing him every day anymore. No, um, he's gone to work in the mines. And so now she only sees him on Sundays and, um, that kind of makes me happy. But anyway, uh, that's because you're team PETA. I am. I don't, I don't like Gail. I, I have, I didn't like him through the whole first book and he's barely in it, but just except for in her thoughts. Yeah. And I must admit that I, I'm, I'm very heavily team PETA myself. Right. It's the, the, the more I read it, the more I love PETA. I, yeah. I can't get over that. Um, Gail seems very much a, a Jacob to me. A Twilight <laughs> Jacob. So some Things have changed in their relationship and um, and now she, she's only seeing him on Sundays. And I, I like when she's describing this point where she just where she realized that there is no going back. Their relationship cannot go back to what it was before she left for the games. Right. It, it is. It, it, it is now marked by whatever it will be from this point on. But but there is no going back. I, I liked her describing that and just kind of what that meant to her. Exactly. So anyway. All right. So um, there's been talking, you know, actually, I remember reading a forum discussion in gspncommunity.com, which, you know, when we were talking about the Hunger Games, somebody was wondering, you know, what happens, you know, can Prim go back into the reaping? Right. You know, because, you know, she's already or can Katniss go back into the reaping and and. And, and what happens, if, you know, now that they've moved to the Victor Village, you know, what happens to the family if something happens to Katniss? Well, they move back. Yes. They they, they go back to the little shack by the meadow mm-hmm. and um, and they have to return. Um, I kind of understand that because it's all about Katniss is the victor and, you know, um, the, the capital is giving her the reward. But I really don't like it. Yeah. Well, I, I don't I, like anything the capital does. Well, I don't either. <laughs> I didn't mean to 
I didn't mean to um, imply. imply that I did. I'm sorry. I hear kids like right there. I'm they're, getting, they're I'm very <laughs> close. I know. I'm about to be invaded. Oh, there, but, there came the oh, door knock. Oh, the door. and the door oh! is open. Yeah. All right. We're going to have to. We'll pause and be right back after oh, this. Okay. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right. So Sorry apparently our kids are eating us out of house and home. Yes, apparently. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, so yeah. So if Katniss dies, then we know that, that the Victor Village will once again be vacant. One more house. Yes. Or one more house will be vacant in Victor Village. And Katniss, or her family will have to move back to their designated living area. Right. All right. So um, I... I She's at this place where she's mourning her old life. You know, she's she's in that small little, um, in that small little house where they, you know, the, they once lived. They once lived, and she shared a bed with Prim, and you know, and um, I love that she keeps her hunting stuff there. <laughs> I just think that's awesome. Um, but she's like, you know what? We barely scraped by, but I knew where I fit in. Right, and and so and she really has she's really at this place where she's trying to find who she is now, mm-hmm. you know, because she's got to deal with everything that, that happened in the games and everything that, that has now happened with, with PETA and, and her changed relationship with Gail. And, um, she doesn't really know who she is right now. Right. And, and basically she, she does, she, she, it's weird because we read the first chapter, the first few chapters of Hunger Games, and you think, wow, how hard is her life? Right. You know, how difficult this must seem. But I mean, just giving her everything to meet her needs she now has doesn't everything. make it any better. Right. Well, she now has everything, and she longs for the days when she didn't have it all. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is, but, but she knew who she was and what because, she was about. And, and there's a great story. The fact that it's not about material right. gain, you know, that, that's not what brings happiness in life. And, you know, you can have a big house, you can have all of this, you can be well to do and you stuff like that. But there's, there's, there's something about going out and working hard for, mm-hmm. for the things that you need and, and right. to, to live life in, in that way. I mean, yeah, that I liked it. I, I did like too. I did too. Yeah. So, so she comes out of the woods and she's collected everything in the traps because that's her job now. That um, that Gail is in the mines. And she and goes to this woman named Hazel. It's Gail's mother. I know. Okay. Well, why did you call her this woman? Well, it's just because this is the first time we've learned her name. It is. And um, I was trying to give like a little oh, segue there, sorry. Stephanie. I'm sorry. I didn't get it. I noticed. Right. <laughs> I Point taken. Right. Um. Anyway, so. Um, she, she's taking the game to Hazel and, um, and so this is where she's talking about, you know, I have all the money that, that I have more money than my mother and sister and I need, but Gail won't take any of my money. And I'm like, prideful fool. Anyway. And then (laughs) tell us how you really feel there, babe. (laughs) Yeah. And so, but here's the thing. She's like, but he would have provided for my family had I not returned. So why can't I share with him because I did return. Right. And, and I think that that's one of those things that I understand it. Men are different, blah, blah, blah. But I think he's wrong. I think that of course it would he is. help her. It would help her if she could help them mm-hmm. in ways other than just collecting the game out of the, out of the traps. I feel sorry for the person who has to play Gail in the movie. 
I already know who's playing Gil, and I'm sorry, but I've I, I have who is a, it by the way? It's um Liam Hemsworth. He okay. played um the boyfriend in the last song with Miley Cyrus. Oh okay, yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, and um, and so I I already feel bad because I have this I have this opinion of him, and I'm sorry, Liam, but nothing you can do will change my nothing. opinion of him. Nothing. I just don't. I just don't care for him very much, but um, well, I'll hold out for maybe something that he can do in in chapter three, kind of like pulling it out of of the air, like uh, Jacob did. He, Jacob kind of redeemed himself in in Twilight in my mind. Jacob did redeem himself towards the end of yeah. that last book. Yeah, yeah. So. But um, so anyway, she, she's she's desperate to help his family. Um, and he barely lets, so she avoids him altogether, dropping the game off when she knows that he's not home and she unpacks a lot of alcohol. Well, she goes and buys it and she, they're stockpiling alcohol for Hamish yep. in case there's ever a shortage. So she, yeah. And she goes, so she goes to, it's called the hob. Is yes. that right? Yes. Yeah, so she goes to the hob and she's not there to trade games. She's there to. Uh, to to patronize and, right. the she talks, people. She's, she's like, to, spread my coins out as, as evenly as I can. Yeah, she goes to Greasy Say. It, it, can I tell you who Greasy Say is in my mind now? I think you already did, but go no, ahead. No, I, I don't okay. think I ever have. Okay. This one's in my head. Greasy Say, I don't know why, but I think of that lady from Monsters, Inc. <laughs> Mike Wazowski. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's just something about the name Greasy Say. Okay, and yeah. Mike Wazowski. I've never gotten that. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sitting there thinking that lady. <laughs> nice. You know? I know which lady you're talking about. Yep. But um, it would be great to see her in this movie animated. You know, animated? Yes, no. Yeah. That one works. Would you like some soup? It, it, I got not, some great stuff It's not in Star it. Wars. We're not going to have aliens behind the... <laughs> Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not going to be like that. But uh, uh, but spreading her coins out and, yes. and she comes differently because now she can help them and if this is a way she can help them then she's going to do it. Right. You know, and, and so... Um, I, li- I like that in her. And there's a lot of talk about the peacekeepers here and their youthfulness. Right. And and their youthfulness. That's that, that's what I, yeah. yeah. And anyway, so, so, so this is this where we find out that, that the whole story coming home yeah. is that Gail's her cousin. And not only not only is this a fabricated story to kind of keep up the whole love deal yeah. with the you know the the capital, but the people in the hob, although most of them know Somewhere in their mind that they've that they kind are, of forgotten. They've forgotten. They right. actually do believe that <laughs> that they're cousins. That's hilarious to me. That is that's funny. I love that her mom made it. I mean, this was this was her mom's fabrication, mm-hmm. and um, so it was. It's just um, it was just one of those things that it's like okay, I really would have liked to explain him away but if they have to explain him in some way i guess that works right you know well there's one thing that happened in this chapter and something that katniss says that that i just don't get okay and that is the fact that she's just got to get she's just got to go through it and get to the end of it and she's talking about you know the the whole uh what is it called the The victory victory, tour the victory tour Mm -hmm. which is six months in it's it's a way for them to basically you know keep people you know keep people's mind on the games right. it's been a, it's been a, it's been half a year now and basically they're gonna rub the victor 
into the faces of the families yeah. of the kids who didn't return. It's like, see this person? Ha, she's the one who killed your kids. Right. And, you know, and well, not that well, she killed she, all of them, but yeah. she did have her hand in, in killing some of them. Yeah. But. And, and they're supposed to go there to be celebrated. Right. It's not like, not only do they have to have us in their district, but they have to celebrate it. You mean, just ask the people in Canada. They're not all about celebrating their losers, you know? <laughs> I don't know if you saw that on, on Twitter. I've been seeing talk of it, yes. My goodness, people. Seriously. Yeah. Come on. Hey, people are people are passionate about their sports. I guess. Yes. Wow. But um, this, however, is neither a sport nor should it be a celebration. Exactly. Um, but the, the, anyway, what gets me upset about this is like, does she really think she can just, you know, all of a sudden go on this tour and then that that's the end of it? It's like, I think she does. Because Hello Katniss, it's, it's not just this tour. It's the next stop is going to be the Hunger Games when you're going to be coaching now, the I next think killers at this point and then it's in gonna be, her you're going to be a part this is the this is your life now this isn't there is no getting to the end of it right now at this point in her journey that's absolutely what she believes she's absolutely crazy. what she believes she's crazy her she's life she's also 16 well, or is okay. she 17 now i mean uh, yeah it, I, there, there's she's... a fine line between crazy and 17 <laughs> all right okay so uh pita is living next door he lives, I think it's like across the street, mm-hmm. but, um, but it sounds like he lives by himself. Like his family stayed at the bakery. Oh, you know what? I didn't re- pick up on that, but yeah. I think you're right. He, he lives by himself. And so here I am picturing like this, how, and I'm trying to think of a TV house to, to tell you that I'm picturing in my mind, but the I can't Brady think Bunch of, house? no, <laughs> no, but, um, but even that would be large for someone living by themselves. Yeah, you know? it, it seems to, that it would be a big house. And and so here he is living in this big house by himself. I yep. mean, and and I, I have to imagine that. That's that got to be lonely. He, right. He's got to be lonely. And, and, at, and at I this just point, like him better. Am I mistaken? But they're not having, you know, Peta and Katniss they're aren't having. They're avoiding each other. Yeah, they don't have a lot of interaction over a six month period of time. Right. Hello? That just doesn't make sense to me at all. I mean, that they really haven't had much conversation. They haven't had more talk about some of these things that they're just avoiding each other. This just doesn't sound right. Sharing her, but it's six months, and they're the only two people who have nothing to do because they have all the money in the world. But he has something to do. What's that? Well, we don't know that yet. Okay. Well, I'm just saying I don't, and so therefore. Leave me alone. Okay. He, he has nothing to do. All right. He has nothing to do but sit there and twiddle his thumb. He visits his family. Okay. Well, and I okay. believe he's probably baking. So, okay. I mean, he's he's keeping busy. Okay. But he's got to be lonely. All right. Seriously, anyway. if Haymitch is the only person you have to talk to, you've yeah. got to be lonely. All right. So, Haymitch's house is a mess. And, and I love when she goes and she wakes him up and she, like, dumps water on him. Well, first, when she's describing the smell and the look, and I'm like disgusting right just disgusting but when she goes and and she wakes him up and she dumps the water on him and he jumps up with a knife and just look if you wanted to be babied you should have asked pita you, you know you asked me to wake you up you had to know yeah it wasn't gonna be all beds of roses and mm-hmm. wake up honey yeah get t- it, it's time and of course it's time for something and that's because the people are coming. The train, yep. the train's rolling in town. It is. It is coming it in is and, and coming. Are are the 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 uh, what are they called? What the team the the 
Oh, I can't remember. The stylist, right anyway, the stylist yeah. team, and you know, so they're they're coming. It, it's it's time. You need to wake up. You need to get get on with it. But I, when she talks about the sound of of Peta's voice, and in it, she hears guilt and sadness and fear and longing <gasps> and longing. Which is the one that hurts her the most. Oh. I don't know. I'm just adding that. <laughs> it's the one that hurts me the most. I well, certainly do love Peter. She walks into her house and mom says, Someone's hey, here to see you. Someone's here to see yeah. you. Yeah. You know, and, and of course I All love. All formal like. Like she can tell that something's, something's yeah, not quite like, right. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm glad you're back. And, right. You know, it, says it, to the man from the, I thought you weren't coming till noon. You know, I, I thought I had some time. Yeah. 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 And then up, all of a sudden, you know, she, you know, she, she realizes something's happened here. Mom's acting a little weird and the peacekeeper or the capital people or whatever are taking her. It's like, listen, we've got somebody you need, who wants right. to see you. And uh, she goes and she, they open up the door and she can't tell who it is. She just smells roses and, and blood. blood. What's up with blood? I mean, Ew. the smell of blood. Ew. And roses. He's just disgusting. I love how she That's describes all. this, you know, the, the well, that gets into chapter two, but we're going to talk about chapter yeah. two as well. But how she talks about this rose that, that must be artificial and that smell has to be manufactured in right, some way. Right, But the, just the- Way oh, too strong. It's, I, I'm just thinking of a funeral home, you know? Right. That's what I'm thinking of okay. when I, when I think of this scene is, is it smells, he smells like a funeral home. <laughs> but anyway, they turn around, he turns around and, and it's President Snow. Dun dun dun! Right. Dun. Oh well, you know what? Oh I, I even have, no! I, I start. I'm sorry. It's official. I, I asked for that one. You did I'm ask sorry. for that one. All right, so we're gonna move on to chapter two and look at our notes. Uh, it can only mean one thing. She's in, I'm in serious, serious doo doo. All right. Ugh. All right. So basically, um, I so don't like him. He's yeah. just, he creeps me out. Like in this chapter, you get just how creepy he is. And who's playing him? I don't remember. Has he been cast? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, it's Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Yes, Donald Sutherland. And, um, Which you saw him in some kind of money movie or, or TV show. He was. He, he was, was, uh, he dirty, was in Dirty Sexy Money. Dirty Sexy Money, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. But Donald's, he's been in, I mean... Donald Sutherland. No, I, mean, I know, he's been I know, all but, over. The, but I, I'm just thinking most recently that's yeah. what I've seen him in. But anyway, Donald Sutherland, I, I could see him being President Snow. I can too. I think that he's supposed to be like smaller, like shorter in mm-hmm. stature, but oh, they can do that with, with but right with camera because angles. I think the look of the eyes and the face and the, the just look at Paula Abdul like, who looks like six foot two in her videos. True. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I think with the face and the eyes that that that's. He's all over that. You yeah. Know? So, right. So I'm just, I'm going to treat him like a real snake, the venomous kind, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, you know what? Whatever. You, he He's, I'm in trouble. I know it. He knows it. Let's just get yeah. on with it. And, and Katniss is very much forward and, and they they make an agreement. You know what? Let's just not lie to each other. Let's just no beating around the bush here. Let's get it out on the table. Mm-hmm. And uh, we learned a little bit about Seneca Crane. Tell us about that stuff. Well, he, he's he's like, you know, if Seneca Crane had any brains, he would have blown you to dust when he had the chance. Yeah. And uh, can you guess where he is now? Well, let's just say he's not above ground. Let's just say he's not. And so it, it's 
here's this that Sheena and why don't you just, why don't you just kill me now? You know, and and some things happened before that, but um, just he, he's telling her the districts viewed the act with the berries as defiance and um, what is to say prevent an uprising. And I love how he's placing all of this on her. All of it's on her. And it has all nothing. All of this is her fault. It has nothing to has do with. Has nothing to do with requiring every district to send two of their children to fight each other to the death. And has so nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with has that at all. Has nothing to do with the fact that you're forcing starvation, keeping people from allowing. People are living in oppression has nothing to do with that. They're not allowed to travel from one place to another. Right. But I love she calls him on it. It must be very fragile if a handful of berries can bring it down. That is awesome. <laughs> I loved that statement. I did too. And she's like, you know she's, what? You know, she's like, you know what? I, I, if he hasn't killed me now, there's a reason why he hasn't killed me now. Yep. And I can pretty much say whatever I want. Right. Because what's you the worst what? thing that's going to I'm going to die anyway. That That's what she's thinking. It is what she's thinking. She's I mean, like, she's been no, thinking there's that There's no since... way I can live through this. Right. You know, so it just what, you know, I'm going to say it, mm-hmm. you know, your silly little district or pan. I mean, it, it's, it's crumbling. It's crumbling it? and you can't, you can't handle it. So you need simple to... little berries. Come on. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I love her. I love her attitude. I know. She's fantastic. But um, he, 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 again, you have provided the spark that left unattained may grow that into an spark inferno. existed way before her. It though. did. I, I honestly believe that that, um, that spark was there. I, I, I believe her dad started the first spark. Is that what you believe? I do. I okay. believe her dad started the first spark. And I believe that, that the whole mining thing, I, I think her dad has something to do with this, that we don't even know yet. Cliff's writing a whole prequel in his head. I am. That's what you guys need to know. Yep. I, <laughs> matter of fact, I have the, I have two prequels in my head. I know you do. I have, I, I have, um, I have, I have, uh, Peta's, Peta's mom or dad and, yeah. and Katniss's yeah. mom, uh, okay. together. I have all of that, that whole story that how, how Katniss's mom and dad met and, and oh yeah, I've got, I got the whole prequel and how, you know, that, that all went down. All right. I've got that. And then I've got in my head, I don't have the prequel in my head yet, but then the other prequel that I would write after I'm finished writing this prequel would be the original, the original uprising. Okay. You know, what happened right. 74 that, years right. ago. Nice. Yeah. Check 74 you and a half years ago. Check you out. So th- now she tells him, just kill me now. You know, mm-hmm. why, why don't you just kill me now? Yep. And he, he says, you know, obviously people are going to buy into that. Mm-hmm. And, they're going to know. Um, make it look like an accident. No, people are going to know. So, how is your love life? No, he, is that yeah. what he says? Yes. He says those words. How is your love life? Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he said, okay, yeah, okay. You thought he said what? I don't know what I thought he said. Okay. I don't remember him saying those words. Maybe they weren't those words exactly, but I thought they were. Mm-hmm. Okay. I typed these a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I All did. Right. So I what did. about what? And, and of course, he brings up his her cousin, her handsome cousin. Mm-hmm. You know, he must know something. He must know something. And this is where, um, whoops, she's like, how can he know this? How can you know? How how does he? Because he asks her, you aren't, or he tells you aren't doing him any favors by disappearing into the woods each Sunday. Mm-hmm. So how does he know I'm doing that? Um, well, does he have people watching me? 
I mean, hello. So if he knows, you who are, else knows? Well, the, I mean, Katniss, come on. I know you're six, 16 now, probably 17 years old or whatever. Are you stupid, though? I mean, you know that you are in trouble. All right? I mean, the the capital is not happy with you. Right. You know this. Coming home, end of Hunger Games, right, she- we know that you are going to be watched like a hawk and... You better be living your life straight, narrow, and all this other stuff. I mean, what is she thinking going into the woods every Sunday? I I don't know. You know, I mean, whatever you do, it doesn't matter what you do. You don't go. I mean, you've got to know you're being followed, that people are being paid to watch you, that, right. that there's hidden camera. I mean, you are, you are being watched. You are being watched. She is Absolutely, stupid to not watched. know this. But so she, you know. What else does he know? You know, does he have cameras? Does he know about <gasps> it only happened once? What? Well, that nasty little Gale kissed her. Uh-huh. And said, I just had to do that one time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Better be the only chance he gets, nasty little man. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I like when she talks about um, parcel day. And it's it's the one time that she feels good about... I just want to clarify. I'm not. I'm not going to elaborate on Gail kissing her. Oh, okay. <laughs> just for those who might want me to. All right. Because you care and, less. Right. I don't like him. That's I fine. Really, okay. Um. Anyway, parcel day and and seeing the happy kids when when the packages of food come in because part of her winning is that her district gets food and and how happy that makes her and it and it makes her feel good about winning the games. See, that's another thing I missed by listening to it even twice. I don't re- I don't remember the parcel day being really? that big of a deal and okay. and even it's just hearing something it. she mentioned, but Yeah, but yeah. no, that is like I re- it's like wow. So she goes and she watches and sees the the kids get their mm-hmm. extra stuff. Right. right. So I, I wow, okay. Yeah, and when the kids run totally around with their with that. their yeah. Oh, that's why right. I didn't read chapter 2 a second time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I won't now, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna miss it again. I know. Well, so, no, because I you just told me. How stupid was I to think that the Capitol would leave me alone? That they they would just ignore me? You know, once I returned home, and we've kind of already talked about that. That that. So now she knows. Mm-hmm. They're not just gonna ignore her. It's not all going away. Um, and so President Snow tells her, like, you need to aim higher. In case you fall short. Yeah, you. It's this is not, by the way, this is not convincing the people in the districts. You've got to make this relationship between you and Peter, you've got to convince me it's you've real. You've got to convince me. And oh, by the way, I know, I about, know about the, the kiss. kiss. Creepy dude. Creepy dude. Creepy dude. Catching fire already is an amazing story. It is. Stands on its own. And it's very cool. It is. And that, my friends, is chapters one and two reviewed here on the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. By the way, a podcast that has now made it into the top 10 of all literature podcasts. Thank you to the Hunger Games and GSPN.TV community for subscribing to our show. Thank you for going into iTunes, searching for us, and leaving us a review and your ratings. Uh, related to our podcast that really helps us out and gets us noticed. And uh, what else, Stephanie? Anything else? 
I think we'll be back soon with another episode. We'll cover uh, chapters three and four. Well, for them, it will be at the same pace. Yeah, for them, it'll be <laughs> three, four, and five next time, maybe. Okay. All right. Yeah. Can we do three chapters at a time? We at can, least if the kids up, are in bed. Yeah, at least until uh, until I get caught up to 18. Right. And then once we get to 18, we might do just a chapter at a time. There we go. Because I'll be back to my normal slow reading schedule. Uh, Poor Stephanie. I know. But at least That's you know right. the story. I do. Anyway, folks, thank you for tuning in. Of course, you can give us a call with your feedback, 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. I want to say thank you to those of you who have uh, purchased not only the Hunger Games, but other products as well. But some of you have gone uh, to gspncommunity.com or gspn.tv, and you've gone to the right-hand side of the menu. There's an Amazon image there. If you click that... And make a purchase. Anything that you add to your shopping cart after clicking that button, we get a commission. And I want to say thank you to the, all of you who have purchased uh, the various books from the Hunger Games trilogy. And, of course, I want to say a very special thank you to uh, several of you who have gone to gspn.tv slash plus and have become plus members. You guys rock. We'll be back soon with more from the Hunger Games podcast. Until next time, we encourage you to join the The community. community.